Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. <laughs> and we're back. After okay. a short little hiatus, Toast in the Morning makes its return for... Remember we used to count up for every episode? Like episode six. We did do that. We did do that. Where are we at, you think? Do I we got to have had broke at the 20 mark? I think we're like 24, I think. Look at us. Who would have thought we would have made it here? Not me. <laughs> Not me. Do you get that reference? We're cultured. That, that's why I made the reference, because I, I got it. That's why I made that reference, too, because I got it as well. Okay, I know you're a little hot off on Mets victory. You got a little excited there. Edwin oh. Diaz actually closed off a game, both seven sure. innings. So it's got a little asterisk mixed in the record. I think they gave him a fraction of a win. Yeah, go, yeah, go Yankees, man. Yeah, best team in the league right now. <laughs> yeah, in your dreams. I know we have the worst record in the AL. Where? Big funny we gotta, not pulling through. <laughs> we got We had to let somebody else get the victory, you know. It's always it's always someone else's fault. It's always someone else's fault. No, so it's our fault. We had to we had to let somebody else get a win. You know, we feel bad. Like the poor Rays. Like it's just like yeah, poor Rays, man. Poor it's Rays, Boston. Yeah. See, Boston's they're they're like is he a uniform first off? Yeah, you know, some nasty ass uniforms. Kind of ugly, to be brutally honest. They look like the UCLA Bruins unis. Yeah, I forget like. Like they look well, good, but like I, I feel like I historical like, franchise, like, like the that. Boston Marathon, like like the Boston Marathon or something. Like no, I I know I got like that. that. It's, it's the Nike City Edition jerseys. Yeah, but like I don't know, just something about that when you like seeing like see, like those historic franchises like that out of color. It's just like Ugh. that's inter- it, that, it's that just interesting. Gimmicky. Imagine seeing the Yankees come out some goofy uh, ass uniforms. Maybe. I, you don't ever see them if they're not in their pinstripes. They're in like those like nickname jerseys that the MLB forces on them. That forces everyone on. So relax. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying though, it was just a general statement. Speaking, of, that's what the big funding. You know, big I funding. did. It. I can't believe that's a nickname. Like I, and the fact that it's literally the big fundamental, which is Tim Duncan. And I don't know where that came from. Where they're just like, now you're the big fundamental, but fundy. For DJ LeMahieu, yeah. I've never. How about we just he Tim Duncan's a big fundamental. That's it. No one else uses that nickname. We're done. They did that in the NBA too with those jerseys with the nicknames. It's so corny because half these guys, like a lot of these guys, don't have nicknames. They just like make things up. It's like, oh, okay. It's dumb, but I like them. I it's like, like them. it's like when you go on Basketball Reference and they got those really weird nicknames listed. Yeah, like personal favorite is when I went Smoochie, <laughs> Smoochie Wallace. Tyrell Smoochie Walls. But going on to basketball reference to see Beef Jerky Joe for Joe Harris is easily one of my favorite moments. Like who have you ever who heard Beef Jerky Joe? No one in I don't think I've ever heard Iron Eagle say Beef Jerky Joe in my they should life. start using it. Yeah. I love the uh, the Nets and Nets. They're so like I don't know. Bland hmm. at times and but just fun. I, I don't know. I like I like my Nets announcers, you know. My dog. Plain and boring. No, it's just, like you ever seen like the guy imitators like Kevin Durant. 
And he's doing the chewing yes. noises. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've seen. You show Dan, me those. Dan ones. cites those like every other day. Like, sad in order to be like, Shabbat. <laughs> yeah. Those Charlotte announcers are hysterical. They're like in love with Terry Rozier, like to the point where it's like, okay, you're getting a little too excited for that free throw. I'm a little concerned. Like, they're just like, Terry. No, like, he just made a layup. Or is it, or is it LaMelo? No, they get it most said about Terry. They just scream Terry at the top of their lungs. I'm like, they made a layup. You're down 15. Can we like take it down a couple of notches? But no, they remind me of like that Brooklyn Nets team. Like where it's just like a bunch of like misfits that are just hooping and it's hysterical to watch. Well, one Lamelo was there because now they're just bad. But well, yeah, yeah. That was, you know, I'm just saying that, but I just, I just get flashbacks to my D low days. Those were, even though how good we are now, that was like the peak, like fun I had. It was just exciting. Well, well when it comes to expectation, when you have low expectations, that's what I'm saying. That, it's that like happens. that was like we expected to lose and we were winning. Now it's like stressful. It's like we better win. It's like we're expected to win. Well, and yeah. I, and also, we lost to Marcus Aldridge, though he should have retired. I mean, last thing you want. Is to drop on the court at 35 years old. You got all your whole life ahead of you, money in the bank. He did the right thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Came out of nowhere, but yeah. You know. First ballot Hall of Famer, probably gets number retired by the Trailblazers, all time great. So go go home. Yeah, for sure. Maybe, maybe maybe Hall of Famer. Definitely Hall of Famer. I can see that. I mean, yes. Let's see. Like he has some pretty. What is he like? Seven, eight time All Star. Something like that. He has a couple all pro, you know. Come on. The accolades are there. I mean, the best was that when he was on the Blazers, man, that guy could hoop. He could score the basketball. He was like he, Mark Saldridge. He was like one, of, I feel like one yeah. of the first like transcendent centers. Like he was shooting the ball and scoring at rates that centers weren't doing in those yeah. earlier years. For sure. That's no, he was a good guy. player, man. And he was a good guy. He was a good guy to have on the team, too, for the Nets older guy. He got playoff experience, just basketball experience in general. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? I mean, the Wizards, I know, would love to have him. We, like, like yeah. a seven, seven-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-NBA second team, three-time NBA third team, NBA rookie, All-NBA NBA All-Rookie first team, third-team All-American, first-team All-Big 12, Big, this is including college touch because they all because it's the basketball hall of fame, so they also look at you. It's your entire basketball career. Big 12 all defensive team, second team parade all American. I don't think that and a McDonald's all American. Not bad. Not bad. That, that's a pretty that's a pretty good sell and averaging almost 28 and two. That, that's a hall of famer to me. I mean, team make made the hall of fame with zero wins, so. Well, Hall of Fame is personal accolades, you know, as it should be. Like, no, as it should know, be. As, as, the pe- as the people that think Julian Elliman is a Hall of Famer. Can we get into that? I was, can we get into I'll that? have that argument with you right now because I was going to Chick fil A earlier with my brother. Complete argument about it because he's a Patriots fan. So he's, <coughs> oh, sorry, what's like, <coughs> oh, 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 you good? My apologies. Yes, stay healthy. Um, but I was getting this argument with him because he's a diehard Patriots fan. And I'm like, look, all a shout out to him. He's definitely a historical player, an all-time great, but he's just not a Hall of Famer. The man's made zero Hall of Fame, not zero Hall of Fame, uh, zero Pro Bowls, zero All-Pros, 
and I don't think he's ever been top five in receiving yards at one time. He has not. I forget what his. I'll pull up his exact career stats. But I don't think he, I don't think he's ever been considered like a top that 10 was exactly receiver nice at any point. Not even like at I any forget point. about top five, top ten. Yeah, he was. He came in as a returnman most of the beginning part of his career. The three Super Bowls is a team accomplishment. I mean, Julian Edelman is not going to win you Super Bowls. Obviously, he won. He deserved that Super Bowl MVP. Made a phenomenal play. Phenomenal postseason player. He's a Great very reliable receiver. He's sure. a reliable receiver, but he's just not Hall of Fame. And that brings up well, here we go. I'll give you his career stats: six hundred twenty receptions, six thousand eight hundred twenty-two receiving yards, eleven yards per reception, thirty-six touchdowns. I think I saw it was like Chris Chambers, I think has more receiving yards and touchdowns than him. And I love Chris Chambers. Obviously he's not a hall of fame player. Um, it brings up my next point. Yeah. I mean, if Jordan Adams is hall of fame, why isn't Chad Johnson making the hall of fame? Exactly. Isaac Bruce is not, is in the hall of fame. Tory Holtz in the hall of fame. I would put Reggie Wayne over him in the hall of fame. He was a hell of a player. He's like nowhere like, near because I was saying this before. I'll player. take Chad Johnson over Julian Edelman every day of the week. Every, every day, every single day, every of the day of the week. Like, like, let's go with this. So, so at 6'188, that's obviously just I'm talking height of the receiver, but that's not the point. It, it, but it, into, it, it, it's at, into numbers, he had 766 receiving receptions, 11,059 yards, almost 15 yards per reception, 67 touchdowns, six all pros, two time all pro. It took Terrell Owens, a billion years for him to finally get into Hall of Fame. And he could, I completely agree when he didn't go to that ceremony, had his own ceremony. I'd be pissed too. And you got guys who play the game regard him as a top five receiver all the time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I know we like to quote, uh, well, I like to quote Colin Coward because of how terrible his takes are. And I want to talk about uh, his co host, Joy Taylor, in a little bit. Quick question before we get to that statement. Is his daughter dating Trey Lance? Because I saw some That's the rumor. That. That's like the rumor. That's why he was so like randomly high on Trey Lance. Just like he like fell in love. With Some Trey people Lance. making jokes that uh, what should we call it? Colin Coward wants to have just a pro athlete child, a grandson. Because because apparently because <laughs> he said on his own show that he was at his house. Trey Lance was at his house. That is funny. <laughs> Imagine he's going to be just on things like Trey Lance, best quarterback in NFL history. I don't know what you're talking about. He 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 had before the Dolphins traded down for him to go to Miami. Damn. Just, just, just randomly, like a random high on Trey Lance. But anyways, go back to saying about Colin Coward because then I'm gonna trigger you with the following statement. Okay, yeah, but like he had a conversation with T.J. Hushmanzada, who's a better player than Julian Edelman when it comes to personal accolades. Uh, he was like they had a conversation because obviously uh, Hushmanzada played with Chad Johnson, and uh, like did Colin Coward just like start watching football in 2015 because he was like they, they were making these random comparisons and he and he was comparing he was talking he was like comparing him and calvin johnson randomly i'm like what are the what the what are you talking about he was like does chad johnson run the routes that julian elman does and i was thinking to myself what the fuck are you talking about chad johnson's one of the greatest route runners of all time and huge called him out he was like Chad Johnson's one of the greatest route runners of all time. And then he said, 
Can he can he block though? Are you kidding me? Get that out of here. Block. That's how much he's block. a receiver. He he's paid to catch. And actually, that reminds me specifically of the clip. Remember when he went to try and block Ray Lewis and Ray Lewis absolutely obliterated him? Yeah, he was mic'd up that game. That was funny. I remember he was like, I tried to blind the side of him to get a good block on him, but he just he's like, I messed up. He's a funny guy, though. Let me tell you, I follow him on Instagram. Chad Johnson? Yeah, he's he's a funny guy. I love him. I never understand. He swears up and down that the only reason he's never got hurt in his career was McDonald's. Is he sponsored? Because all he does is talk about eating McDonald's. That's all he eats. He was talking to I forget who it was. He has they have that podcast where it's like him, like Marsh, uh, Brandon Marshall. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that show. That, obviously, you know. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I forget who's talking, talking about who gets hurt. But he was even saying to Brandon Marshall that it was like, oh, you should like, or I think he said he put like McDonald's in Earl's locker, like telling him that like to, like to get on that diet plan. It was something along those lines. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, obviously it's different for him than the regular person. Cause he probably, he works out like an absolute fiend. So those calories are honestly perfectly fine for him. But the, the rate at which he swears up and down to McDonald's is hysterical to me. One of my favorite press conferences was when he was, when he was his short time in Miami and he, he was, there was an interview during training camp. And one of the guys were like, I forgot like, no, he was like, How's training camp going? And he and he just goes comes out and says, "Fucking awesome! I love Chad Johnson. Always love Chad Johnson." Have you ever seen him talking uh, about? He was like the the what I look for in women is like superior genetics. He's like, I only breed to have athletic children. And I'm like, oh my god! And he's like, I guy. he's like, I look for women with the right traits to have powerhouse kids. I mean, he, I mean his daughter, his one daughter is like 13, is like an all state, all country runner. I, 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 that's what I thought. I thought like, isn't one of one of his kids like? No, he yeah, he specifically athlete. says like he has like has a kid with different people specifically with the goal of just athletes. He's like, I have superior genetics, so I try and create these. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, I didn't think it was that real, but okay, Chad. So anyway, Julian Edelman, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he should not be in the Hall of Fame. He's a good player, reliable, all reliable. Patriots but, great. Yeah. If there's Patriots a Patriots great, Hall of Fame, but... he makes that. Absolutely, uh, hell of a playoff performer. But Wes Welker is a better player than him. They could put his name up time. in the rafters. How about we'll settle for that? He's he's in he's in like in the ring of honor, you know, in the stadium. They'll have you know all the names and he'll, they'll have his name there. You know, great Patriots, but he'll be in their Hall of Fame. You know, he'll have his little ceremony and and like a little bobblehead day. But Hall of Fame, they have one of those like little mini museums they put in the stadiums to have like a little photo of him. Exactly. Catch. Exactly. Like, exactly. That, like, but you yeah, know, someone the- made a perfect point. They're like, they'll put like, he belongs in the portion of the Hall of Fame where it's like, like the cool moments where like, they'll put like the gloves he wore for that catch yeah, for where sure. they, where they have like, Oh, you know, like the catch or Dell made or like stuff like that, like that part of the hall of fame where it's yeah, like yeah, cool yeah, things definitely. that happen. And if you want to like recognize him as like a hell of a playoff performer, like you can, but he should not, he should not have the gold jacket. He shouldn't have this big ceremony. In he, front can get of a vest. he should get nothing. <laughs> he he, he get nothing. get a, he get a t-shirt. He should get, honestly, he should get nothing. <laughs> I fucking hate that dude. I fucking hate you, Julian Edelman. How do you hate Julian Edelman? Like, I feel like, like he's I was such a likable guy. I like, hate him. I hate playing against him. It's just your I hate mind. Yeah, you hate him. playing against him. That's a different statement. 
I hate playing as I hate I hate him complain to the refs every five seconds. The guy was a bitch. All right. Well, speaking of speaking of nicknames, you want to hear his nicknames? But he's a good player. Happy retirement. This one I've heard. You want to hear his nicknames on Pro Football Reference? Who? Julian Edelman. Nope. Who was it? One of them. This one I've heard before, even though I don't agree with it. Is Minitron. I've heard people say that before. Oh, get out of here! Anyone hear the other one? What is it? Squirrel. No, that's Jeff McNeils. Get get out of here, man. That's Jeff McNeils. <laughs> he doesn't deserve a nickname. You don't deserve a nickname. It's I don't have one. Exactly. That's what you're talking about, Peter. <laughs> no, you're Paniotti. And Fundy. Oh, my God. Don't get me started about Big Fundy. Dan Caffaro. Yeah. That's crazy. But hell of a career, man. To go from quarterback to being a receiver, being undersized, being a special teamer, and then winning multiple Super Bowls with Tom Brady. I mean, hey, man, anything's possible. Anything's Jimmy Garoppolo won multiple Super Bowls. Like, congrats. Yeah. Team, team accomplishment. You know what I always thought about? Because I don't think it even happens so much. If you like, if you like regarding his stats, I feel like nobody calls Jimmy Garoppolo a Super Bowl champ. Like he won he won a Super Bowl, but no one's like oh. Super Bowl champion Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, it's the same thing like, also won one. It's the same thing with like Carson Wentz. No, I've never seen yeah, someone like Super Bowl true. champion Carson Wentz. It's like he was on that people team. Say super, was, see, people say Super Bowl champion Nick Foles because he won it. Yeah. Yeah. It's whoever was starting that day. It's like he'll never get that recognition. If he go, if he was to retire, he'll have that. I he was on that Super Bowl team, but he will never get the recognition for winning the Super Bowl. For sure. Although he should get a lot of credit because he, I mean, he would, they wouldn't have year. been there without him. I mean, yeah, it was very, uh, they were better with him. Yeah. No, yeah they, for sure. That's uh, that's crazy. Think about if he stayed healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say for the Giants to pick, there's a bit inside information that said that the Giants are going to take Jalen Waddle at 11. Until he gets picked by Miami at six. Let's go. No, nah, Miami wouldn't take him at six. I don't think. I think they could. They uh, could. They I, very I, much could. I honestly have no clue. Who, they who could. If, the thing, if you wanted to take Waddle, you could trade back again for more picks. You could. I would be against it. Um, I have no clue who they're picking. Like, there's so many rumors. Uh, if you guys get Kyle center. Pitts, I'll pass out. There's a there's a possibility. Honestly, it really comes down to fall. if the Bengals go line, Jamar Chase or Pitts. I see them picking Chase before. But I think Pitts. So basically, Pitts could either go, I think, Atlanta at four, Bengals at five, or Miami at six. I feel like that's his range, four, five, six. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, there's no way he gets past it. If, if he's like, Miami's past in Miami, the perfect spot. Miami's in the perfect spot at number six because they have, they have those opportunities to pick one of those guys, or you can get, get like, like, a, like, a, like a Denver who maybe they see a quarterback still there. They're and just gonna sit for Micah Parsons, could, I think, personally. They could. They I'll could. be very but excited who knows? Who if because personally, as much as I think Jalen Waddle will be a solid number one, I think we need line over everything. Saquon's coming back from injury. Daniel Jones needs more time than ever. We and we have a decent enough of a core where we don't. We're not that desperate for a receiver. So I want to take. Well, obviously, I don't think Sewell will get to eleven. There's a chance, but that's only if everyone one through ten passes online. 
Which I think the Bengals take Sewell at five because because well, it doesn't matter. They should. Who, they it doesn't. Should pick but the thing, the thing about it, though, like even if they take Jamar Chase or Pitts, you're not getting the ball to them if you have no one to block. Who's blocking? Exactly. The so I think sticks. he'll go there. But if he gets past five, then there's a real chance he gets to eleven. Uh, I could see that. But if I, can, not, I, can, I, can I like Slater, Slater is my I like Slater and I like Michael Parsons out of love. People, th- people like Slater. Some people think Slater is uh, better when it comes to more like an all around game. Because uh, people say Sewell's like tech technique is a little like off. It's like because you know he's just a freak athlete. Uh, One guy from I think so. it was Virginia Tech, he concerns me a little bit because he seems uh, to be a little song. bit. Yeah, there. So I think he he seems to be a little bit too like he'll get bodied a little bit by bigger bigger ends and a little bit too soft handed, too like too clunky. I don't know how to explain it. I just don't see him out of all these guys being able to line up against elite edge threats. Yeah, I got you. Because I forget, um, is he coming in as a tackle or a guard? I would think so. I That's think what I'm, thinking. So, right? I'm thinking of tackle, right? But then again, he's straight. Well, I think I just don't see him being able to be an edge tackle, especially a left tackle. We are, the left tackle position is just you need to be quick and powerful. Very difficult position. I think Miami uh, picks and all. Oh, no, continue, continue. No, I was just going to say, I think like it goes up there with the most difficult positions on the football field right there with cornerback, quarterback, left tackles right there. It's a very difficult position. Yeah, if drafting a, like a cornerback, that's – Especially, you know, the, like there's a huge development curve unless you're Jalen Ramsey. Like he's like the outlier, but pretty much like Jeff Okuda, he was terrible last year. Give, give the guy some development. Quarterbacks can go from being elite to a horrific in one year. There's there's a uh, a famous screenshot with like Dolphins Twitter. Uh, Xavier Howard, his rookie year and on a pro football focus out of 114 qualified quarterbacks was 111. Because there's the uh, like uh, Saturday uh, the Sunday night games they have like the, the introductions and the little lower third and but look at him now. How about Janoris Jenkins? He was first team All Pro and now what was he doing? Then literally the next year he wasn't good. Exactly. Like who knows uh, with these guys? And, it's um, it's really a lot of times the energy that's going on in the locker rooms, how the coaching is. It's got to everything's got to fall right. Yeah, defensive scheme. Sure. Sometimes cornerbacks could really struggle in a poor defensive scheme. Yeah, like a Jeff Okuda, like I said, play for you know, Detroit under Matt Patricia. Pretty you know terrible. who's a where's a prove it or lose it? Prove. Let me start that entire sentence over, please. You know what's going to be a huge draft and also season four. I think Baltimore is in a big position now because what do you think it? Because I'm thinking. Not only do you need to give Lamar, forget about this, the positions he needs around him, like a receiver, which they need to take badly, like a uh, Rashawn Bateman, they probably get later on. But now they're in that weird spot where they have needs and they're also lacking defense now. But mm-hmm. they're in that later picks. So they're in a weird spot where, like, Lamar is going to keep them no matter what. They're, I don't see them being an under 500 team, but they have a lot of gaping holes. I gotcha. You know what I mean? So they're in a weird position, but at the same time, I think the thing that's holding back the Ravens is not Lamar. Lamar is a very no. capable passer. People call him a running back all you want. I think he's actually one of the better passing quarterbacks, given his ability to run and then being able to turn that into passing game. 
But what makes him look so awful, because I have been looking at this on NFL Football Game Pass. Pass. I've been I've been watching my Lamar is when a lot of those plays that he's able to drag out is because the routes are so basically written, they're very easy to read as a defender. And he also has a lack of talent around him. So now you have receivers like Hollywood Brown, who was just a speed guy with no real route running and mediocre hands. And Mark Andrews, really your only real good receiver there. And is more of a physical tight end. So he's not gaining space. And the offense, like yeah. the offensive coordinator needs to go. Like it's a very mm-hmm. terrible offense. Yeah. So no, yeah, he's got to go. If too. nothing changes, well, he, why I'd go somewhere else if I was Lamar. Like in complete, I, I'm saying if nothing changes for me in Baltimore, if they continue to give me nonsense, like let's say they go out and only pad the defense, and I'm getting no weapons, and I'm losing in the first round because I have no receivers that can get open, and the scheme is terrible. I don't want to waste some of my best years with incompetency. It's kind of like a Deshaun Watson situation where like, that's true. But I don't like they're going to, no matter what with him being there, they will have a good offense in the regular season and annihilate people. Well, but come the playoffs when you have these elite level NFL coaches analyzing your offense and you just put out this mediocre product out there with nothing unique going on where it's basic read options and these little slant passes and dump offs. You're not going anywhere. You're losing the first, second round every year. Well, before you brought up the like Deshaun Watson, Lamar, those are completely different situations. Like, no, I completely agree with the situation, but that it's know. still where you feel that you can't succeed in that system. I, that's true. Lamar, but Baltimore, but, and Houston are in completely different. No, spectrums. that's a hundred percent. Even when they were like winning. That's what I'm saying, but that's playoffs. more like if it continues. It's not like a right now, but I'm saying like two years in the line, and I'm still not getting over with this. It's like, but Lamar will never leave. First off, he'll he's never a very, he'll never. He's leave. a very loyal. Like he strikes me as like, I want to stay here and win. I was picked in Baltimore. I'm I'm coming here when. Forget about the contract contract he's got to sign. He's well, that's, one, that's one of the big things. Honestly. So what? It, so Patrick Mahomes, what he signed for? Ten five hundred million. What was it? Ten years? Ten. 10, 500 mil, you know, something I'd like that. I'd be surprised if he signs in that four range. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked either. So what is he getting shocked. per year, Patrick? So is it 10 so years? 50. So 50, 50 a year? He's going to get in the 40s. He's going to like yeah. 42 million a year. Yeah, I can see that. Now, what did that get? He's yeah. definitely getting more than Dak. That's going to be like his baseline. What was he getting? Like, like a 300 or something? So it's like, it comes out to like, I think around 40 million. Uh, Dak, he, yeah, he got he, he that was, no, he did. He got it. He did very well deserved, to be honest. Got his bag, man. Got his money. Good, good on him, man. Jerry Jones finally uh, coughed it up. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's uh, uh, four years, 160 mil. So, for but that's so that's 40, uh, 40 per. Yeah, he's getting like 45, 60, upper 40s. 126. Million is guaranteed, including a sixty-six million dollars signing bonus. So Lamar is looking at six to eight years with like forty-six, seven, eight, eight million dollars a year. Yeah, because you're you're trying to lock for it sure. down for for sure over five years. 100%. So, so probably, 100%. yeah, like probably like six, probably in the six, seven year range. If I'm if I'm Baltimore, because how old is he? Yeah, like 20, 24, probably twenty-five, three, four. 
Yeah, signed until he's 30. Oh, so Lamar. Lamar. The only reason I signed to his 30 is because he's a one thing, a very athletic quarterback, so you never know a lot of the time. But yeah, I'm signing him six. I'm taking him until he's 30. Yeah, I think it's his contract year. Yeah, that's what that's so, why I said. So this is he's no. gonna he's gonna ball out as he usually does. He has an MVP under his belt. He's getting paid. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's getting paid. He and the disrespect on his name is unreal because you look at people's top quarterback this. lists and he's falling like out of people's top tens. And people are thinking Justin Herbert's the Messiah. And, and if you want to go he, into that a little bit, but he has the potential. But once again, he still has some aspects he needs to fix, and he's in year one. Lamar Jackson is number two to three right now in quarterbacks in the league, and I don't care what anybody says. Because I'm putting out of quarterbacks I have right now. So Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson are the guys. What about Brady? Brady, the only reason I don't say it, Brady is – He's like four or five just because of the limitations on physicality and Lamar Lancey. Once again, if you're going prime, he's just – forget it. That's just completely unreal. But Brady, I want for a different reason. I'm talking QB talent. Brady, in terms of talent now in his career, is more, I think, what he brings to the offense and past greatness and his experience and knowledge of the game. He has insane accuracy and all that of the above. But I just think I'd rather have those guys more. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just a winner. Um, honestly, I, I I have like Lamar behind guys like I love Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm a huge Kyler Murray guy. I think he just what he like. You just don't get players like that. So I'm still so. taking Lamar over Kyler Murray. I'm taking him over. Honestly, still Russell Wilson. I might take over just because he's more of a offensive mind. I think, like in terms of reading reading defenses, but still, that's very close to me. And I'm taking him over guys like Josh Allen. I don't care what people say. He was second. He was second in voting, but I still would rather take Lamar. Yeah, for sure. His shiftiness is ungodly. Yeah. Like if you had a if I had to pick any player in the league to beat somebody to one v one, be Lamar Jackson over any skill player. In an open field, if I had to pick somebody to, to get past through get past somebody, I'm taking Lamar. Tyreek. I'm taking Lamar. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, boss. I think Tyreek is definitely speed wise, but I think Lamar is shiftier than Tyreek. I'm talking left to right juke moves, being able to hurdle guys like that. I I'm I think Lamar. He's he's definitely shiftier than Tyreek. I'm gonna disagree with you. I, Tyreek is just quick. He's light. They call him a cheetah for a reason. And then the, the only other guy I'll give you Tyreek and like Saquon. Healthy Saquon Barkley is just then Derrick Henry. You know those. Well, I, well, I forgot. You know because Saquon broke Nick Needham's ankles against the, when he played against Miami a couple of years ago. You all I remember mean, the he, clip? He, he, I was he, there. Saquon Barkley is like one of the only guys that could beat you in multiple ways. He can jump over yeah, you because have you seen that you those guys right, dies, and he can go through you. He can do whatever he wants. I th- I think he's the best running back prospect ever. Prospect keyword. He's a gifted talent. I'm saying, he's like, co- coming out of college, by, as a prospect. by far, yeah, he, he's already like the best, like Penn State running back, 
of all, all of all like Kajana Carter and that highlight of, of him making that jump is yeah. single. That alone is makes him the mess. That plays. He's like a real life Avenger. He's ridiculous. Like the guy is a Chris guy, Evans that guy wants is, to be Saquon. Okay, easy there. <laughs> Here we I'd, go. Um, that'd be a funny cat. Funny recast. He had like NFL players play like the roles of the Avengers. Saquon is Captain America. You get like Derrick Henry's the Hulk. Okay. Um, Spider Man is. I don't know. Honestly, I don't, I don't know where I was going with any of this. Christian McCaffrey. No, he's. Mm, Trevor Lawrence is going to have to play Thor. I, I, I guess so. He's got the blonde hair. This is like no choice. He's got exactly. Um, Brady will play Loki. Loki, Loki, Loki. I was thinking, you know what I was thinking of? You know, you know what hit my brain? You know what just hit me? The Loki bracelets. That that's just that's what's going. Remember remember those remember those bracelets with the beads and they had like the dirt on the one side was the black pellet and then the ocean water. No, look. Loki bracelet. Bracelet. Remember in like middle school, everybody and their mothers had one of these, and then people were wearing like fake ones. I, I th- okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I've seen that. It, yeah. That's what crossed my brain when I was saying that. How you said it, I'm like, I've never seen those, but seeing it here, I'm like, oh, okay. I I definitely owned one. And I forgot. You're definitely like, you were definitely like a big silly bands guy back in the day. I had silly bands. Yeah, who didn't have? Silly I, bands? I I never I never wore them. I had them. Like the people them. that used to wear them down their arm. The people. Oh like my god! Yeah, it's like it's like the like the phase of like baseball, like those baseball Pokemon players. cards. Those got banned at elementary school for me. There were some black market so, deals going on. <laughs> the, uh, the silly bands or whatever. Those got banned for us. And nobody knew how to play the game, but everyone had the cards. No, the, no one plays Pokemon. People, people play like Yu-Gi-Oh. No, people play Pokemon. There's like actual competitions. But like, I've never, I'm like, who went out of their way to learn the game? Like, <laughs> the only time people play the game is playing like the D, the game on the DS. Nobody That's under it. the age of 30 and is in a stable relationship plays the card game. Exactly. It's true. But. But making up your own rules—that was the part. That—that's what really did it. <laughs> Those are the best. Like, just <laughs> you're like, you're like you my Beyblade? number on the side is oh, like like that's just like You know, the Beyblades best. We, no awesome. one had no one had an arena, so it would be like the open cafeteria floor. Yeah, and they no, be going the, best, the best were the arena was just like all right, let's just rip one. All I remember, I specifically have a memory. You know where the ones had the flat bottoms? So if you ever played the, without the arena and it would just stay balanced straight up, like if it stopped spinning, it would just stay standing because they would have oh, the okay. flat bottoms, like the stamina ones. It's been a while since I've played Beyblade. Those, I I had I had a handful of those. I had, uh, I had Bakugan for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> those were sick because you put them I, on the magnets and they used to pop up. Yes, exactly. I didn't even watch that show. I just... Oh, I, I, watched I didn't watch it. Oh. oh, the only show I watched is like Pokemon. I used to watch that. Was that was I played all the video games, I had all the cards, I was watching the shows. That was my oh. stuff right there. 
my favorite anime by far is SpongeBob. My favorite. My I read the manga. Have <laughs> just versus like Hunter X Hunter. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, He's upset. He saw Tim Tatman talking talking shit about his uh, Hunter X Hunter. Did you see the group chat? It technically it wasn't really. I saw it. Technically, he didn't like shit on it. It was just no, like, he was like it's, it's not for I, me. I, I, it's not for me. I, I did my four my my four watch rule, my four episodes. <laughs> oh, you saw, you it's saw just it. not for me. And then he was like, and then was he was like, like Damn. I watched the entire thing. Not for me. It's like it's like showing a song to Dan and he played. I showed him that that Uzi song, that that track. Venetian. And he he no no no, you know what the rock track. Um what is yeah, it? Zilkami. Yeah, thank thank you. I'm trying to think of the name because it's bothering me. And it was oh it's badass. Thank you very much. And I, I was like, did you like? He's like, I don't know. I skipped to the Uzi part. Listen a couple seconds. Didn't like it. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, why? I was like, why do I show anything? Honestly, at this point, like, you waste my waste, why, waste why, my. No, no, no. Why do you show things to Dan? Like, like you should know, like what his reaction is going to be. I know so. his reaction every time before I show him something, but I was like, maybe he's grown and it's like, I don't care if you don't like it, but like, listen to it. It's like when Tim's like, I listened to the four episodes. I'm like, I respect that. You, you, you tried. Yeah. Dan would watch two minutes and I was like, I just can't. I just can't do it. Can't do it. Kind of like when you're trying to hit threes in two. Well, not now. Well, now, now, now you had to be a he had to be a, a sharpshooter, but we got there. I'm kind of a beast, not gonna lie. When when I started greening a couple th- uh a couple threes, I was like, who am I? It's perfect because I take a better point guard role. You you and Teva. So Teva was also play shot, and they got you as a sharpshooter. Dan just exists under the hoop, and yeah. S- Sylvan Average can just run back and forth as he wishes. Sylvan Average, absolute legend. Son, if you don't know, is uh, Dan's roommate, and he is big DoorDash guy, big DoorDash guy. You know, front line, you know, front line worker. You know, <laughs> he he's a he's a good uh, blue collar guy. You know, supports the country, supports the country, has the American flag tattoo tattoo no, on. Goes out, works all works all day, costs a couple games of two K, and repeats the cycle. And you gotta respect it. The American dream. <laughs> the American dream. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, so, can I go into that whole uh, Joy Taylor thing? That yeah. whole, with the whole. Remember, I told you about Joy Taylor and the whole rant with like Tua. That's what I wanted. I completely remember. I was like, I want to say something. I want to come back to it. I yeah. just wanted to make a quick comment about Tua. I was like talking okay. about the guy. Was like. So Mac Jones reminds him of Tua in the sense that he's not elite in any physical category and accuracy doesn't count similar to how people say Mac Jones has this great accuracy. So like accuracy can be learned the like similar to Tua, Mac Jones just isn't a top five guy in anything. Mac Jones, I will say this. I'm not saying because I'm biased for Tua. I'm saying this because it's a hundred percent true. Mac, the only thing Mac Jones does better than Tua is that he pocket presence is six foot three. He's three inches taller than Tua. Tua he's does a, everything better. I'll take he's a six foot three Tua. He is worse than Tua. He doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have the intangibles. Doesn't have the mentals. Doesn't have 
the athleticism. The he doesn't have I that. Can't speak on he, because he, I I don't like to speak he, on he doesn't, he doesn't have. But he's he definitely have, he's definitely faster and bigger and stronger. I he's not faster. Do you see him? He ran like a four. Six. I he think. doesn't. He doesn't have the instincts that Tua has. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have the arm. And people he argue have any of that. I mean, he's was once again. He had the accuracy. A lot of people. Tua does have that year of experience over him. So we'll see. He he he. Mac Jones doesn't have a whole lot that special. He doesn't have a whole lot that special. Does Tua have that's that special? Like that's. So I'm not saying he's not can't be that special. I'm talking like what makes Tua you look has Tua and be like, damn. Why are people like, and we'll go into this with this whole thing with Joy Taylor. Why are people just forgetting that, are forgetting everything that people were praising about him heading into his draft year last year? People yeah. just like, uh, what did he have? Joe Burrow started doing good, so I forgot about him. What has Joe Burrow <laughs> done his rookie year? More than two. <laughs> not a whole lot. No, not a whole lot. He is one of the. He's one of the worst uh, down the field throwers in the league. See, people say that. I I think he's perfectly fine throwing the ball down the field. People say that because he lacks ball velocity, but his ball placement is so elite that it negates it. I disagree. So, once again, we're picking and choosing who should be given time to develop and who should be thrown. I never said to. I, I never said to. It should be given time to develop. I think he should. But people just for people only watch. Okay, let's just go into this. Let's just go into this whole Joy Taylor thing. Yeah. So Joy Taylor, because I, so Joy Taylor obviously is works with Colin Coward, co host. Uh, obviously, this was off the heels, off the press of Sam Darnold obviously being traded to Carolina. To get Honestly, his, I'm going to post an Instagram poll on Tua Mac Jones. All right. Okay. Let's do that. So obviously, Darnold's traded to, to Carolina, given his 20th opportunity to finally get something done. Okay. And obviously, and my, my quick thoughts on the deal I think it's a win win for both. Uh, get a fresh start for Sam in Carolina, gives him another opportunity. I'm fine with giving him another opportunity. Okay. And the Jets, they get a fresh start. I think it's a mutual win win. Okay. Of course, Joy Taylor goes on her podcast and she's like, Oh, she's the Barstool one? What? Is she the lady from Barstool? No. Or I think somebody else. Do you no, know what I'm talking about? No. I say the lady from Barstool. Is that she a, a lot what, on my TikTok? Unless she got her own is, show. Is that, um, she's actually, uh, I, I kind of enjoy I find I find her interesting. What, oh, she's what, she's what, pretty fun. She's, I'm pretty sure she's called? the, she has, I think she's the only female host of her own show. That, that had the whole controversy last year. Uh, is it like, oh, I forgot. I forgot what it's called. I'm, I'm quickly looking it up. Barstool. She comes she comes up on my TikTok like multiple times a day. Uh, it's uh, Call Her Daddy. Is that it? No. <laughs> no, that's the, no. <laughs> I, I was you're like, so hey, out of you're, touch. You're, you're, such a, the, you're, you're such a grandpa. I don't listen to Parcel Podcast. I don't. I don't listen to it, but her things come up on my For You page. Why is all your For You page, man? Because she talks about sports. My For You page is sports. And also weird shit. Yeah. That's factual. Yeah. I'm trying to look it up. Uh, I'll find it right now. Don't you? 
anyway. Honestly, I'm not going to find it because I don't even think I like any of her videos. Yeah, Actually, anyway. I, might, I like some of them, but I'm not going to pick it. But get back to your point. Okay. Anyway, she's not she's not from Barstool. So on her show, for some reason, I watch Colin's show still. I don't know why because it, it gives me just my brain hurts. She and Colin have been going on and on and how Tua might not be the guy. They have to potentially look at some at someone else after nine games of his rookie season, coming off a hip injury, whatever. And he and she has the goal, the goal on her podcast, and say, you know what? Sam Darl Scott needs to be given another opportunity to succeed. He needs another opportunity, another fresh start, blah, blah, blah. Although he's what year four? Year four into his to his NFL career. And um, I have some of the tweets here. It's um, so and and she got called out by a, by a lot of Dolphins Twitter just saying like, so Darnold after four years, four se- three, four seasons of not a whole lot of success is given okay. should be given an opportunity to after nine games should be thrown to the wayside. And she got ratio hard. And I have a couple of tweets. Uh, that I want to talk. So someone responds with like the, uh, the zipper emoji as the mouth, like kind of like, you know, so, and she responds Tua has a great coach, great defense weapons and the support of the front office and was benched what twice. Is what is your point? Mike Kosecki. She got, she got ratio. She had 153 comments, 121 retweets, which is probably all quote tweets and 14 likes. She got ratio to shit. So, great, great, uh, great coach. Hundred percent agree. Brian Flores is a great coach. Great right. defense. Uh, week seventeen left a sour taste in my note, uh, my mouth. But still, a great defense. I would, agree, I would agree. Weapons. You are having an absolute laugh. Like Mike Kosicki you... is his best weapon. Mike is. I love Mike Kosicki, and I love Devontae Parker. That's it. He didn't even That's play it. all. Devontae Parker but is hurt, hurt more hurt than he's again. healthy. He's hurt he more got than hurt he's healthy. again. Preston Williams is a frustrating is a frustrating receiver to watch. He is way too inconsistent. Uh, I love Lim Bowden Jr., but he's a, a slot guy. Jakeem Grant is f- frustrating to watch. Like, and he's won games with guys like Matt Collins as his number one receiver, and he with Adam Shaheen. And the weapons are completely false. He 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 threw the trash. He threw the absolute trash. Right. And um, yeah, he has supported the front office and was bench choice. Like whatever. Like, okay, next tweet. And this was like the big, the last like kind of big one that I was just like, what? Um, uh, this is, okay, so this is a, a response by Adam B. Fox. Agree to an extent. Great coach and defense. Absolutely. My thing is uh, Wilson came into the league with great defense. Uh, I believe he's talking about... Uh, Russell Wilson. Yes. Uh, Wilson he, had, to- he had the um, Cam Chancellor led Legion of Boom. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, Wilson came to the league with a great defense too, but most media doesn't want to see Tua get a fair shake while also praising other young quarterbacks who didn't grade nearly as high as him coming out. Thoughts? Joy responds. Uh, why would the media not want to get, not want him to get a fair shake? Literally makes no sense. I want Tua to win a Super Bowl. I don't think he looks capable of making the playoffs. 
NFL oh, is not a patient business. That's a bold what? statement. What? If you what? There's, there's one thing if you don't he came think, one game short. I can respect one game short. I can respect if you're like I don't think he can win a Super Bowl. So be it. People think that whatever. A but bunch of players, play- a bunch of good, a bunch of good players don't win the Super Bowl. He came one game short. Making the playoffs. And also, make sure you make sure you note that making the playoffs, not making the Super Bowl. My bad. My bad. Thank you. <laughs> like Miami were playing playoff games from like the from the middle of November. Because it's a tough every AFC. game. Exactly. Yeah, historically they, tough AFC. And they won a majority of those games. Can't wait for oh, you guys to get booted by the Giants week 17. Who knows? They might not even play in week 17. Relax. All right. Honestly, they don't play in week 17 because those are divisional games. So get them right. Anyway. Like, it's just like her saying that he doesn't look capable making the playoffs. Like, what are you? And also, why would the media not want to give him a fair shake? Because you haven't given him a fair shake. And also, NFL is not a NFL is not a patient business. You're patient with your you pick and choose who you want to be patient or not. You pick and choose who Sam Darnold's game. Jalen, I have I barely hear anything with Jalen Hurts. Barely. Did you think he changed his number, his number to number one because he thinks he's because now he's the QB one? Yeah, and, and it's not like Tua did that last year, so I'm sorry. Like people forget, but, but like hold on. Like, if he gets benched, is he gonna change his number back? Damn. Like, but like, uh, like for, in like in reality, if he was to get benched or like traded somewhere, like, well, Tua did that got benched last year. That's not where I was going with that. But anyways, besides I know, the point, I know. But like, people are gonna mock the hell out of him. They were like, like QB one, <laughs> for sure. Look, it's like, oh, I lost my train of thought. But uh, people say Jalen Hurts were better than Tua too. That got you upset. That is like there's That's a reason blasphemous. Why, it's funny because one guy went in the first round, fifth overall, and the other guy went in the second round. It's like funny that like barely in the second round though. Like he came the second. How about this? He was drafted after Tua. How about that? Jordan Love got, got drafted before him. Jordan Love got drafted before him. I still give Jordan Love more time to develop. Exactly. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Although it's not looking too hot for him because he was third string, but I'll give him. Do you get anything for him? But you get a two. Nah, that that's bad asset management. That's bad. No, it's terrible. They wouldn't do that. But I'm saying though, exactly. But yeah, no, you shouldn't do that because you should give him up. You should give him time to develop. I would. If I'm a team that needs a quarterback, I'd give it two for Jordan Love. It's like the thing is, people like only watched the week 16 game against the Raiders okay. and the week 17 game. That's it. People forget about his performance against the Cardinals where he, where he beat Kyler Murray out him. It was an absolute duel. He, he did. You didn't watch the game. You didn't watch the game. All right. You didn't watch. What are you shaking your head for? He I saw the highlights. Him. I remember this game. I he remember specifically. Just, if I, I remember it was a was it not a low scoring game or am I insane? It was a high scoring game. It was like 34-31. I'm picking the wrong game then, so I'm not going to talk on this. He outdueled Justin Herbert. He beat Justin Herbert. That was okay. defense. I remember the game vividly. Defense won that game. It was like a, it was like 
I'm not saying Tua didn't contribute, but I'm no, I'm saying though, like, nah, he, he they scored. Though, I'm, but... I'm pretty sure the defense scored that game. Like the defense put score? points on the board. I know Justin. Right, so... I remember Justin Herbert threw multiple picks. He no, he only threw one pick. Only threw one pick. This is a bad throw, um, but I, I remember specifically that the Dolphins' defense came to play against her because everyone's talking about all oh, the young quarterbacks. Uh, he he just came up short against uh, the the Chiefs. Just came short, had a nice little comeback, played well for the most part, and people and people forget about that New England game. Okay, he threw a pick, but he had two rushing touchdowns, and he was throwing to Mac Collins. Antonio Callaway, Lynn Bowden Jr., Malcolm Perry, Adam Shaheen, Durham Smythe. Right Those there. were his weapons the entire game, and they beat the Patriots. I don't care how bad the Patriots were. They beat him with those weapons. Yeah, They respect. beat him with those weapons. It, I mean, no matter how they got the, the job are, done. it's still a respectable win. Exactly. You got the job done. You beat him. But no, people only remember the, the Denver game where he didn't play well and got benched. People, people just remember. People only remember the times he got benched and the times he lost. He went yeah. six and three. Trust me, that's how I feel he when went I have to six defend and my three. Giants. I feel like you when I start defending Daniel sometimes because I'm running out of excuses. It's, but this, no, it's he's frustrating. Running, this is his breakout year. I'm no, no, Daniel you don't Jones understand. You don't understand the frustration at the media, at the national level, the media, the national media. Although I think. That's what happens when you're finally relevant. Knows. I think that's what well, that's what happens when you're, when you're relevant for the first time in God knows how long, you know. Because I've never really felt this sort of relevancy. It's kind of like being a Yankees fan. Here are the Yankees fans. Like as soon as somebody's not batting like three fifty, they're just like get rid of him. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like you know, Yankees fans are very um, they're perfectionists. Entitled. I, I, I oh, for sure. Like right, they're right up there with Lakers fans, like the most toxic fan base. As I can say, yeah, that they're as pretty an toxic. Fan. They're pretty toxic. They're pretty toxic. Like Jean Costan yeah. got booed many times as a New York Yankee. Did he get booed a couple days ago or something? Like like the date was it? Probably. Like, or surprised. Anyway, they're like, horrific, but that's besides the point. But yeah, it's just like, and like, and and they and they of course they suck off Justin Herbert, think he's like the Lord Messiah, and it wasn't like a year ago. People had Tua over Herbert, and people and Charger fans that, were clamoring Herbert over uh, Tua over Herbert. I feel like Tua's. Uh, I mean, not Herbert. Herbert's main concern was out of Oregon. Was a lot of people were knocking actually his um, his accuracy. Not even accuracy. Accuracy is one of them, but a lot of it too was his intangibles. People thought yeah. he did. He wasn't hungry to win. They thought he didn't want to win. And I think I think when people say that, honestly, the most idiotic thing ever because obviously yeah. he won i mean the man's playing trying to play professional football if he didn't want to win he wouldn't play football i mean he's got a double he's got a dual degree he, us, he was yeah he was six he was the six overall pick and of course colin Cowboy always reminds me he was a 4.0 gpa god for, god for me he keeps reminding me biochem major yeah good for him that's all i'm not slacking justin Herbert. he had a great season last year One great the- season but why are we putting him at this high pedestal when he won what five games? random comment but what he's scoring that wonder like test i'm curious if he's a because he, he is a very smart kid one of the smartest quarterbacks that are coming i mean so like ryan fitzpatrick i mean the man was a harvard man he got like a 48 or something he had like the highest or something like tied for the highest or pull, something. pull it up hit, hit me with the justin herbert wonder uh, uh wonder justin Herbert. It was definitely like high, probably. Um, 
It was reported that Justin Herbert scored at 39. What's the uh, average? Tua's, Tua's was 19. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but imagine, like, measuring, like, how good a quarterback well, it's, is. It's a, it's a horrific uh, score. Yeah. Uh, Nate Stanley was the highest uh, last year. I don't know what the average. They, it's they a, really I feel high. like the, the concern for that is only if you score abysmally low. That's the only time where it's like. It's, hmm. Yeah. It's either abysmally low or abysmally high. Like, that's really. Uh, um, obviously, the average. It wouldn't be like, abysmal if it was high. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> but no, but uh, let's see. What's the average on the Wonderlic? I have no clue for last year's. I have no clue. Um, because it, it has like a list of some of them. There's two at 19. I don't know. Tua what and Jalen Hurts. Well, Jalen's came below him. He came at 18. But I was saying, though, uh, what is that? I don't know what that means. Like, I have no clue. I, oh, oh, uh, is it out of 50 questions? Um, something. There was actually a cool feature in the old uh, Madden games, uh, for like the, like uh, cre- uh, the, like the Road of Glory, you know, like the, the my career sort of thing. They you were able to take the Wonderlic test, like in the yeah, old the Madden games. Well, like like a, like an example of like a Wonderlic, like like a mock Wonderlic. It was actually pretty cool. It was pretty cool, and of course they took it out because Madden. But um, yeah, it was but, too advanced. Exactly, obviously. Um, but I guess we could, f- but like people are throwing Herbath as high pedestal as like a, a grade already. It's like, can we like ease? Like, I saw way too many Dolphins games where Tannehill threw for 300 yards and we lost. I saw way too many of those games. Tannehill threw for 4,000 yards a couple of seasons. Oh, here we and go. And we only won six, seven games. For the wonder, like, you want to know the median score by profession? Uh yes, so so what did Herbert score again? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yes. A systems analyst thirty two, chemist thirty one, electrical engineer thirty, engineer twenty nine, programmer twenty nine. So two uh, got a what seventeen? Nineteen. Nineteen. So the average craftsman gets an eighteen. Welders get seventeen. Security guards. The average janitor scores a fourteen. Ryan Fitzpatrick, really, he's really balling. Ryan Fitzpatrick. So NFL position. Agreed. Okay, the average wonderlick for a quarterback is 24. So that's not concerning enough where I'd be like, oh, he might be special needs. Like the one the, that I like, mean, the one look is like the one looks like one one look is one of the over like an over like one of those overrated things. Like like it's like pro days. Like people get up like get so excited for pro days. Like it's it's a pro day. Like people are really only there for like the measurements it's you yeah. know like who cares you know oh my. Um, frank gore scored a six yeah he had a low one he did have on austin one. seven trail prior <laughs> seven carlos Hyde nine sebastian janikowski nine drell revis 10 he turned out pretty good yeah not too bad ray actually. lewis 13 lamar jackson 13 jim kelly 15 Donovan McNabb, 14 or 15. Why is there an or? I have a double clue. But can, can I just name a couple of high ones that are surprising? All right, all right. Real quick, J.J. Watt scored a 31. Hmm. Trace McSorley scored a 31. Brady, 33. That I'm not surprised by because he's seen, you know, I mean, 
man's a genius. Burrow, 34. I remember people hyping that up. Rodgers, I remember people hyping up at 35. See him hosting Jeopardy? I want to mention that a little bit. That's, mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Daniel Jones scored 37? Well, he goes to Duke. To play football. He's old to Duke. Yeah, he was there for a couple of years. I would think he'll, learn, he'll know something. Eli Manning, 39? I would or think of Manning would score high. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just that IQ. Fitzpatrick, 48. Yeah, Eric Decker, 43. Remember Eric Decker? Of course I remember Eric Decker. And Minshew got a 42. I remember Minshew, man. Ryan Nassim. I that man, I always like to make fun of him. Ryan Nassim. Ryan Nassim. I was, I'll never forget that highlight he had where they were showing him throw the ball. It was like, four, it was like they had a garbage thing. Like one of those, you know, those things where you have to drop it in the bucket, like the little net. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah. dropped it in the thing like 50 yards down. They're like, elite accuracy. I'm like, yeah, that worked out well. Mm-hmm. And Herbert, yeah, he scored a 39. But, yeah, no, I yeah. don't know how I, – I was looking into it, but I really don't want to do that now. I'm not going to do it now. But yeah. I wonder how accurate it is for for the NFL quarterbacks, if that means you're going to be a good quarterback. You could be a good, a good at reading defenses but not be a good quarterback, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it does have it, correlation it be, to actual mental capacity, like actual intelligence. I, I think it could be measured to like, yeah, like how maybe you contain information, like memorize plays and yeah, yeah, because I, it's, I, you it's, could. It's, the exact right. definition is it's used to measure cognitive cognitive ability and problem solving aptitude of prospective employees for a range of occupations. And it's also timed, so it's like under pressure, like how quickly. Yeah. So as NFL quarterback, I, I if you have hard, I, if you score terribly as a problem solver, you're like, whoa, that's kind of your job. That's true, but like, but saying only if it was really low. If it's fine, if it's on par. Because if it's yeah, if it's not like you scored zero, like it's like whatever. Like we said, Lamar Jackson scored like a five, right? Is that one MVP? So I I think 13. 13. Okay, so I think he's good. Listen, it's back to the whole I want to finish up on my whole spiel. Yeah, like Justin Herbert, amazing rookie season. Why are we making these assumptions? He's already like this amazing quarterback. There were so many doubters, including myself, that he, I wasn't too high on him. And there's all this revisionist history thinking nothing happened last year that people forget that Tua had a hip injury. People forget that we're in a pandemic, that there was not the traditional off-season workouts. And Tua had to work out. I told you. Had to, had to worry about like keeping his hip. Like I said, I put it like this. Training camp was a month. It's factual. But I put it like this. Herbert deserves all the praise he's getting, and Tua deserves doesn't deserve all the slander. I'm all for criticism, but there's the obscene criticism, is where it's like, look, that's just slander. When when criticism becomes slander, is when it it crosses the line. Like Herbert has all the tools, big, fast ball placement, defensive reading. He has all the tools. He deserves all the praise. And at the same breath, Tua still needs time to show what he can do and hasn't had full control over the offense yet. So, For sure. And he has a new offensive coordinator, a Brown Wolf Fuller. They're probably going to add another, another weapon through the draft. What has happened with player development? Like we, I, I understand you want players that want to, that win now and help now. We were but, talking about but this. The, but development is, is done. It, the art of development is, is done. 
it's be it's once again so the modern media and socials have accelerated that process where you want guys to be good instantly. Exactly. Like remember exactly. talking about Terry Bradshaw was horrendous his first year. He was terrible. That, it was like six touchdowns, twenty something. No, no, this was different. Terry Bradshaw was like well, yeah, six touchdowns was like twenty something interceptions. Yes. If that yeah. happened now, you'd be cut from the roster. Peyton Manning was terrible his rookie year. Alex Smith was uh, was terrible during his first stretch. And then he started to play better. And then he got benched by Colin Kaepernick. And hey, look at him now. He's having a career. And it's awesome. Like, well, look at Josh Allen. Right I know he got released by Washington. No, no, I don't think so. But Josh Allen, another example. They gave him the infrastructure. They gave him time to develop. And look at him now. People thought he was, was a over one year MVP. Two over years, one season. No, but I'm saying his the change was so drastic from one year to the next. Well, yeah, well, like he was terrible his rookie year, like terrible. People think two was terrible his rookie, year, which is crazy. Like, look, just look at the stats and like he. Well, stats don't speak the entire story, but but I agree with you. And, and look was, at winning. Just look. Just just watch the games. Like Joy Taylor did not watch any of the Dolphin games as much as. She's she claims she's a Dolphins fan because of her brother. Like she's not a Dolphins fan. She's not. She's not a Dolphins fan. I was like, you're a hater. You should have a Twitter beef with her. It, that is that will go it, nowhere. That will go nowhere because I saw the responses. It's like talking to what do you a mean? brick it'd go, wall. It goes somewhere with clout. That's where it would go. I guess so. I guess <laughs> I should have done it with, with our with our Twitter account and see where it gone. We're we're posting the polls anyways. So of course. But it's like, and I and I had this theory as to why, uh, she's so antsy with the whole quarterback talk with with the Dolphins, and and I told you like I have a theory, and you're like save it for the podcast. Oh, go for it. Here's my theory. Here's why. You know, Jason Taylor, one of the best to ever play, play on defense. One of the best. One of the one of the best. In the Dolphins' unis, unfortunately, came at a bad time in Dolphins' history where the defense was really good and the offense was really bad, or at the very least, boring and bland. And yeah, well, I see. Here's my here. theory: those Dolphins, like, look at the quarterbacks Jason Taylor had to play with: Jay Fiedler, AJ Feely. Ray Lucas, Gus Farratt, Sage Rosenfeld, Gus. Gus. He had to play with absolute dog shit on the other side of the ball where him and Zach Thomas, who should be in the Hall of Fame, uh, Brock Marion, Patrick Sertain, Sam Madison. What? Patrick Sertain. Great player. Great yeah. player. Those defenses were really good. The offense didn't do their part. Didn't do their part. My theory is she is getting... I guess flashbacks of where the defenses were good for Miami. The defense last year for Miami was great. was really, really good. The offense struggled. And I guess at the QB position, it didn't do as good of a job as it's it should have. Like, it's like a PTSD thing? It's that Exactly. She's getting PTSD that my brother... My brother's teammates on the offensive side of the football couldn't get the job done while he was while he was holding their jock strap. It's the same thing here. That's what I think. And just to clarify too, just to make sure, 
that is the father of Patrick Sertain, the, the second father of Patrick Sertain. No, I just wanted to make sure that wasn't just yes. a coincidence. Yes, it is. The second. He doesn't go by junior. He goes by the second, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Those defense was really good. You could talk to my dad about some of those some of those early 2000s oh, scenes. I know. Your dad loves going about the old school Dolphins. Sometimes I feel like it clouds his opinion though, on the modern Dolphins just because he loves the old Dolphins so much. Well, like I think those scenes frustrate my dad because those defenses are really good and Ricky Williams was like amazing. But like, don't get started on Ricky Williams. <laughs> Ricky, come on, Ricky. Ricky was. Oh great. yeah. And then I know, happened? I know, I know. You want? Yeah, I know what happened. He just quit in, his, in the middle of his prime. That's what happened. He smoked he, his way out of his prime. Actually, he smoked his way out of, the, out of his prime. Yes. People forget how good he was. Similar to Shame. Josh Gordon. Similar to you know who said played high his whole career. Um, Percy Harvin. Yeah. Um, that's what that's so that's my theory. That's my theory. Although I do think she's not a Dolphins fan, she's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. That's my opinion. Like she, her, and a bunch of other people in the media just they just don't watch the games for the Dolphins. They don't. And they have to stick watching Cowboys games because they're the only main only national televised game all the time. They don't the watch the games. Get, get a good chunk of national televised games. The Dolphins had a Thursday night game against the Jaguars. We're so spoiled. Saturday night we're game. so bad in the Giants. Get like multiple <laughs> national televised games. I remember when, when Big Apple when baby. The, I remember when, when the schedules came out last year. I'm like, I'm like, the Jets have a Monday night game. Miami doesn't have a Monday night game. Are you kidding me? The Dolphins last 2019 had a Monday night game for crying out loud. And this one doesn't. It's like, what? People, people only remember the last two games. And I get it. People remember it's the saying, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And I understand to us finish. It wasn't, it wasn't great. But people just forget that he he won games. He yeah. won games and came this close. He came this close. Because a couple of those games. Fitzpatrick doesn't win. Arizona game, I don't think he wins. Charger game, he might not win. You don't know. Well, you don't know, but that's that's why I assume. Okay. Fair, fair. Because obviously Fitzpatrick, he's he has his amazing performance, but yeah, I think, I think where that comes from is because he's a bit of a gambler. So he'll have these amazing well, plays, for, but at no, the same sure. time, he'll well, just well, yeah, throw the sure. ball and be like, oh, okay. Well, well, obviously, that's the whole you know, mystique. That's the whole aura. That's why he has these insane, gorgeous plays. If you just look at his highlights, he looks like an all-time great. Well, exactly. Exactly. And also, when he comes in, the offense tends to open up a little bit. He can make all plays. The Dolphins, when Tua was in, was very conservative. Those first four weeks in Tampa Bay was some of the most exciting football I think I've ever watched. Yeah. Although I will say, uh, it might be being be biased, but I don't care. It's always the, a biased thing when you say Fitzpatrick's. Like no, Fitzpatrick's two years in Miami, I think, were the best of his entire career. His best, his best stretch of, of his entire Take career. The four weeks of Tampa Bay, Ryan Fitzpatrick, like over a lot. I think that's that was his best four like that no, stretch of games. I I, I like no like where he was, was slinging the ball to Sean Jackson. He okay. came out in uh, that sh- sh- okay. the shirtless well, leather jacket. That was the peak. Well, that was peak, but I think when it just comes to sh- the stretch of just good, at least good football, that I'll was the best stretch. That was like it's up there. 
because he was able to put it in like a full sample size of games. And even even this past year, you know, they were three and three under him, although they probably could have won, you know, maybe two or one. That I'll give know. it to you. Yeah, it, yeah. But although I uh, especially I love Fitzpatrick, it's a good it's I'm happy that he's gone. It's just a distraction for Miami. And, you know, now you're committed but, to him. Exactly. Although there's people that are like, watch out for Jacoby Brissett, man. Watch out. I'm like, he's there if Tua like dies. I'm like, what? So like, I'm like, get out. Of here. I'd be upset. I love, if you, I love Jacoby Brissett. They do the same on. nonsense they did with um, with Fitzpatrick, where they're putting him in and out of games. If they do that with Brissett, I'd be upset. There's no way. Like, the only way, like, I could see Brissett maybe in like, maybe at the goal line. No. Or like, he should not come in. That's it. <laughs> Exactly. No, I, I don't want him to be in because he's a backup. But if he's in, like maybe at the goal line, I like force down like QB sneak. It's not exactly only for QB sneaks or like because he has a stronger arm than Tua. Like if you get five, like, Harris, three, that that'll I'll, be your uh, that'll be your fourth and goal. That's true. Or block. You know, it's actually pretty good comparison someone gave for Najee Harris. Yeah, but uh, let's just finish up this talk. Uh, so yeah. Don't make stop making assumptions after one year, not even one year, nine <laughs> games. Thank you very much. I, I I feel like I've been trying to I've been containing this whole tour rant. It feels like I've I've thrown it in spurts throughout, you know, no, you the time of the podcast. But I finally just like I'm done. I'm done with the bullshit. Like I want this offseason to end. I, I, I want this offseason to end. But I got you. But please. back to what I was saying, you know, it's a good comparison for Najee Harris. I saw someone give. I kind of respect what, Matt, Matt Forte. Forte? Yeah, I was like, I honestly, I was my fourteen is prime. It was was very very good. That fourteen was a great player. I think so, people forget how good Mel. He was a fantasy was. beast. Yeah, and then he no, fell he, off yeah. a brick. He just fell off a cliff. That's why when he joined the Jets. Oh yeah, that's where he went. Yeah, he was bad on the Jets. It was like when Martellus Bennett that went there had decent season with the Patriots, and then he also fell off a cliff. Remember, he was fighting people. Yeah. He got into a fight with somebody and Chicago. Was it Brandon Marshall? I think so. He's a scary guy, Martellus Bennett. Speaking of fights, I'm speaking. Did you see Aaron Dot that Aaron Donald got to that bar fight? Well, was it really a fight? No, it wasn't really a fight. Apparently, he wasn't really in- he wasn't involved in it. Well, originally. No. The rumors were that he, the guy said he just beat the living piss out of him. And the guy had like a shattered uh, face. Like he was really yeah. messed up. But what really happened is he bumped into him and got to a scuffle. Aaron Donald security kicked him out and he waited outside with a beer bottle. Aaron Donald goes outside. And I think this, because I know they cleared it up and they said either Aaron Donald was A, not involved, or I know B for sure. The guy apologized and it wasn't his fault. But I heard it someone say, fault. That he went to strike him with the beer bottle, and Aaron Donald then beat the piss out of him. But that I'm not sure about. It's either that I, I know he tried to strike think... him with the bottle. I think he just uh, what's what's the right word? Um, de-escalated the situation. Aaron Donald. No, like, yeah, he took he him he to the ground. No, yeah, he wasn't like in like a fight, you know. So also. Why are you trying to pick on pick Aaron a fight Donald? with Aaron and Donald? Like, like it, it doesn't even matter if you watch football. Like you see that man, he's a he's made 
out of like abs. He's the he's, he's the number lab. Him and like Miles. I think I was having this exact conversation with Chris. Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald are the number one and two people I would not want to get into a fight with in the NFL. Like if I'm there, I'm staying very far away from Aaron Donald. I don't want why. What's he gonna? He will if he decided you want you were gonna die today. He would end your life. Exactly. He's a weapon of mass destruction. He's a horrifying he creature. An, he is an imposing figure. He's like, a scary boy. Dan didn't know who he was. We told him to look him up. He was like, "Oh my god!" That, that was when we showed. Remember when we showed him the the Bo Jackson clips? Yeah, he's like, "Oh my god, Bo Jackson." But the things that why I was even more struck is when you hear his height and weight, you probably think of like this big fat as the lineman, but he's just lean muscle. He's yeah, he's a freak athlete. Although he sh- shouldn't have won the defensive player of the year last year, but that's a th- consequence. It, it, this time. is the same conversation I put as like the NBA. Is he the best defensive player in the league? Yes, yes. But then there's like, did he have the best season? The reason no. is why the, I completely respect the pick is though, because he was double teamed like almost it was like 70 something percent of the time, still For had sure. competitive stats. For sure, but TJ was still. It wasn't even his best year. Stephen Howard is year. still number three for me. Stephen Howard should should have won. If no, you compare TJ Watt, but I still take TJ Watt over. If you compare Stephen Howard, it's almost like everything Stephon we talk Gilbert. about. You have a connection to the Dolphins. It's like every time we talk about basketball, we always talk about the Nets, the best team in the league. How about you can kiss my ass? I'll pass. I would think so. I would think you would skip kissing my ass. All right. Oh, but I always have a little sus. Whoa. A little CCS 27. One of my favorite Instagram pages of all time, right there. Oh, Mr. Peanut. Within the, uh, was it an adult? No, it was it? It was a Victor Cruz jersey. That's what it was. It was the Victor Cruz jersey with the, the Mr. Peanut. <laughs> that's, that's funny. So talking. This is the revival. You can see my hand in the mirror over here. Yeah. Although I'm not gonna have a video, so I mean you're not gonna have a video. Well, I'm I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna upload the video portion of it. Like oh you're so yeah, I got you, I got you. So they're not gonna see your reflection through the mirror. I'll I'll handle some snippets. You'll you'll see us on TikTok, you'll see us on the gram. You'll catch us, boys. All right, all right. Our loyal listeners love to see Toast's gorgeous face. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm an ugly piece of shit. You said I, I, I did say it. I did. On that note, appreciate and love you all. Thank you for tuning in, and we're back, baby.